Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. Happy Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen. It is Gabe Ramirez broadcasting live from the Score Hyundai Studios. Brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. Bruce Levi hanging out with us around 745. But before that, we get to talk about both the games that finished today in Chicago. Of course, or for your Chicago teams. First up, we're going to talk a little Cubs versus the Tigers. Um, and I want to open up the lines, too. I know that after the game, there wasn't much time to discuss and really get your thoughts in. But the phone lines are open. Leo Stoddard producing the show today. He's so graciously allowed you guys to call in. He had the lines blocked a second ago, but now he's opened them up. So he'll be answering your calls. 312-644-6767. What did you think about Jamison Tyone's outing? Despite the grand slam, five and two-thirds. Six strikeouts. How confident are you going into this stretch without Strowman with Jamison Tyone potentially being your number two starter if you were to make it into that wild card position? How do you feel about Jamison Tyone? Kind of inconsistent, but damn, pitching better than he was at the beginning of the season. Seems like he's almost settled into his space. Um, but the Cubs defeat the Tigers 6-4. to four, And... The scoring started early for the Chicago Cubs in the second inning with the guy that they got at the trade deadline, Jamer Candelario. But he easily advances 90 feet, and I like that in this ballpark. Line drive down the left field line. That's going to be a fair ball. Cubs are on the board. Up against the wall in the corner, motoring into second with a standing two-bagger is Jamer Candelario. Cubs lead one to nothing. Hard hit ball. And the guy that started it all, Seiya Suzuki, someone that's been on fire, leads, uh, or excuse me, after Belly lined out, Seiya got that double right there at the shadow left. And it was early in the count. I mentioned it earlier when I was hanging out with Speaks that Seiya Suzuki had the lowest first pitch swing rate in all of the National League. And so when he came back from that baby demotion, he started being more aggressive, and, and that double was no different. First pitch, fastball, low and away, low and away. Probably wouldn't have swung at it. it. wasn't a good one for him. Second one, came back with the changeup. Similar location, but Seiya was able to jump on top of it. And then Jamer Candelario, I mean, what can you say about the guy? It's exactly what you want from a pickup midseason. Someone that comes in and contributes immediately. After that hit, Patrick Wisdom struck out swinging, and I know – Every Cubs fan was just up in arms after that. 
going to the third inning. Cubs were up one nothing. Jameson Tyone wheeling and dealing. And then Cody Bellinger came up with a couple people on. Big spot right here. Bellinger waiting for the 0-1. I'll swing it up. Liner up the middle. That's going to be a base hit. And two runs are going to score. Cubs lead 3 to nothing. Soft line drive up the middle by Cody Bellinger. Ron, you just got through saying how well he's been hitting against lefties. And hitting well against lefties and not always trying to pull the ball. And that was the key for that play. Pitcher tried to attack him. Two straight fastballs. Same location. It's pretty not the smartest thing to do to Cody Bellinger. Let him see two pitches in the same location back-to-back. He's going to make you pay, and that's exactly what he did. Nico Horner with the single after a Nick Magical ground out, and then Dansby Swanson walked after they moved over for after, after a steal. That's when Cody Bellinger came through, and it was great stuff. It's great to see Nick Madrigal uh, put up one in the fourth, had a nice little hit, brought in Jan Gomes, who had himself a day. Cubs were up 4 nothing. The fourth inning comes, or excuse me, the bottom of the sixth comes around, that that damning moment where you're not necessarily sure, like, should I be taking out Jamison Tyone or not? Well, maybe leaving him in to face Kerry Carpenter wasn't the best idea. The big left-hander glancing backwards and now fires. Lined in a shallow left, coming in and... Not able to make the catch as Badu. It's a base hit and a run is going to score. Badu thought about making a diving catch, but he really didn't come that close to spearing it. You can understand him doing that run with two outs, but a run is in. Another clutch hit. A good sign for the Cubs today. All four runs have scored with two outs in the inning. That's Three and one. Base is loaded. Two down. Cubs lead 4 nothing. The pitch. A swing and a high fly ball, deep right center. Back goes Suzuki at the wall. That ball is gone for a home run. It's a grand slam, and the game is tied 4-4. After three straight singles, you started to think to yourself, like, man, and I get it, right? Sometimes, obviously, we can look back and say, oh, he should have taken him out, you know, batter, one batter too late, or he took him out about one batter too late. But in those instances, you can also understand a manager that's like, hey, you know what? Hey, buddy, you want to get yourself out of this jam? I have faith in you. You already had two outs. Riley Green got him striking out. And that was a good at-bat, too. Um, after getting getting him early in the count with that curveball, he got battled back, but you know, got him uh, on a swinging strike. for you know, Came back with the curveball to get Riley Green with that strikeout to get that first one out. Then Spencer Torkelson. Got him to fly out. But the Kerry Carpenter thing, maybe at that point you just try to lock it down. Hey, man, you got the two outs? Let's bring in someone that we feel like can, can handle that. I mean, when, when Rucker came in, he got Matt Verling to strike out looking. Not that it, that would have been the same thing had he faced Kerry Carpenter, but sucks nonetheless. You have a, a great game from Jamison Tyone up until that point, and you're not able to finish. But fortunately, the Cubs were able to put up uh, two more runs, one in the eighth, via a Jan Gomes single. That made it 5-4. to four. And then, again, we mentioned Jamer Candelario. He led off the ninth with a walk. Christopher Morell, who was pinch hitting for Mike Talkman, got himself a single. And then, you know, it didn't work the last time, but Nick Madrigal sacrificed the two guys over, got him in scoring position, allowing Nico Horner to do his thing. Now the 1-0. 
Fly ball to right. It's deep enough to drive in a run. It's back near the warning track, in fact. Right in front of the wall, Green makes the catch. Coming in to score is Candelario. Advancing to third is Morrell. Sack fly, Nico Horner. Cubs lead 6-4. Cubs would hold on to that lead till the end of the game, 6-4. And, uh, of course, Albert Azulay ends up uh, locking that thing down. And it was a much-needed win for the Cubs. Now they get a four-game set against the Pirates. Those all can be heard here on 670, the score. And that happens before the three-game set before the Brewers get to town uh, on Monday. So interesting stuff. Again, again, we'll talk to Bruce Levine, 745, get his thoughts on where the Cubs are at and where they're headed with all the injuries and such. But let's take some phone calls. I want to talk to you about your Cubbies, 312 644-6767. 644-6767. It's Gabe Ramirez here on 670 to score. Let's go to Jim out in New Lenox. Jim, you're not the only one concerned with Mr. Smiley. Yeah, yeah yes, I don't know what to do about the guy. I mean, he's so inconsistent. I mean, what did you think about the move initially when they put him in the bullpen? I didn't really uh, care for it like, like too much either because he – I mean, he really didn't. He, he really he didn't do much for me, and he gives up all those runs, and he's just inconsistent. So, what do you think about the the them giving him an opportunity to start again the other day? Did you feel like, hey, man, we want to try everything to make sure we're making the right decision, or do you feel like it was just a mistake all the way around? I think it was. A, I think it was a mistake to bring him back into the starting lineup after the other day's uh, uh, performance. Yeah. I totally understand that. Thanks for the call, Jim. And and it is an area of concern for the Cubs. I will say this. Came in and did his job against the Chicago White Sox. Lefty on lefty versus Gavin Sheets. Came in, shut the whole thing down. It's it's interesting, right? Maybe a guy performs better in, in the situational space. Or when he's coming in, you know, in a particular situation as opposed to, you know, being the starter that has to come in and face guys two, three times. It's just... It's a different level of pressure. Let's go out to Larry from Wisconsin. Larry, talk to me, man. Uh, what, what do you got to say about these Cubbies? I've listened to you guys for like 30 years. I remember uh, back in the old Mike North uh, days when he interviewed McCaskey. And, and I would just say to you about the Cubs, I, I live up here in Wisconsin, and uh, I lived in Chicago for 30 years, and $115 million payroll – with uh, five rookies on the lineup, and if they uh, sweep the Cubs on uh, next week, it's over for you guys, right? Wait. Oh, you're talking about – are you speaking from a Brewer's perspective right now? I'm speaking from a baseball perspective. Yeah, but when you say over for you guys, who are you talking about? The Cubs. Okay, so you're, so you're speaking from a Brewer's perspective. I get it. Yeah, yeah. I, I just couldn't, I couldn't pick up what you're putting down because I'm a Sox fan. So when we say you guys, I I automatically assume you're talking about the, the Bears. <laughs> so I had to be clear there. I don't know if it's necessarily over, right? I mean, there's still a whole month worth of baseball to go. A lot of things can happen. But I, I'm sure that the Cubs felt they were going to be closer to the Milwaukee Brewers by the end of the month than they are right now. Cubs currently sitting three and a half games out of first place. So far with this back half of August, which the schedule was 
kind to them in the back half after slapping them around in the beginning of the month, but the Cubs fared well there. But the assumption would be nobody knew that the Milwaukee Brewers were going to sweep the Texas Rangers. Now, obviously, that came after losing three straight to the Dodgers, but no one thought they were going to sweep them and then sweep the two games set against the Twins. I mean, that's pretty badass. If you're, if you're, if you're the Milwaukee Brewers and you knew that you were going to be up against it, and now where the Cubs go and have their four-game set versus the Pirates, the Brewers have a three-game set against the San Diego Padres. And that's hit or miss. Who knows how they're going to come out and play? Tough. It's Gabe Ramirez, 670 to score, talking a little bit of Cubs. Cubs beat the Tigers today, 6-4. to four. Let's go to Mike out in Naperville. Mike, we were talking about Drew Smiley earlier. And I, you know me, I'm a big fan of solutions, not problems. So what would your solution in that situation be? Um, well, I saw I saw Jordan Wicks got the healthy stretch and AAA. I mean, there's a lot of speculation. They haven't made the announcement yet. But hopefully, I mean, I, I know the starting rotation over the past few weeks has had some issues, showing being out and bad before being out. Hopefully he can uh, get the nod and maybe replace that role uh, and put Smiley, you know, on the bench because he's just too inconsistent. <laughs> <laughs> I hear it, um, it in your voice, Mike. You sound just that disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I mean, look, we like to see, obviously, they made, you know, they made a move. They didn't They didn't buy hard. Hopefully this could be, like, you look at the 2015 team, and they were what we call the year ahead, right? They were maybe supposed to make the playoffs. They ended up making the NLCS. Um, before making the big moves for, I mean, the, well, the big move for Hayward, you know. So hopefully we're a year ahead, and hopefully we can get a guy that's much better than Hayward. Um, you know, maybe make a playoff for it this year. This is a good team. It's not a great team, you know. So we were hot for a little while, like, you know, like happens in baseball when you have a good team. But we need to manage expectations. Hopefully, you know, see some good things from Wicks and, and have a little bit of better mentality going into the offseason. You know, I don't guess if the Brewers – sweep us next week we're out a sweep the brewers i mean i don't think they'll sweep us they never do we we are facing we're going to be facing their better half of the rotation when our good guys are throwing this weekend and against the scrub pirates which sucks but it is what it is like i said it's, it's a good team not a great team Hope, hopefully we could get a wild card spot don't expect too much late in the postseason we're not deep enough it is what it is and uh, we got to make some moves for next year. We got we're a big market team with a lot of money. We got to we got to act like it. Yeah, I mean you're making making some great points, Mike. And I think you know throwing out the name Jordan Wicks is a smart one. Um, not only because of the scratch start, but just what he's done so far in minor in the minors this year, seven and zero on on his season. Um, if you're looking at his game logs, you know the last three starts. You know, four innings pitched, seven strikeouts. Five innings pitched, five strikeouts. Five innings pitched, only one earned run given up. So, I mean, he's given up one home run since May 7th. And he's pitched quite a few games since then. So he's he's holding opponents, you know, to a good space. That's Jordan Wicks is a, it's a, it's a good name to think about when you're asking yourself who can come in and eat some of these innings up. You know, younger dude, you know, 24, or turning 24 in September. So, you know, he's, he's right where he should be, but that's a great name to put out there uh, as someone that could eat, eat up some innings. I'll ask Bruce Levine about that. 
um, when he comes on at 745. Make sure you guys are here for that, all right? Uh, let's take one more call before we get out of here, uh, go to break. Go to take Jim out in Glenview. Um, Jim, I mean, we know we touched on it earlier. Jamison Tyone going five and two-thirds, gave up those three singles, did get the two outs, um, but but Rossi had faith in Jamison to, to get that last out. What did you think about that that decision? Uh, David Ross is going to get me divorced. My wife hears me screaming all day, almost every game. Get him out of there. Get him. He never takes pitches out. Smiley gives up seven runs. The bullpen shuts him down. They lose eight to six. He he did that to the the entire Strom in seven games. He just let him in there. And sometimes the team bails him out late. But he's a horrible manager when it comes to managing pitchers. Yeah, I mean, and a lot of people are up against that. I think that um, people are are obviously, you know, they're going to have things to say about Rossi and what he's doing. And just just like he, you know, I'm sure he, he, I'm sure he knew people were going to feel that way after the Grand Slam. And that's why I'm sure in the ninth inning when he laid down the bunt with Madrigal again, he thought to himself, "Yeah, I'm going to lay down the bunt because sometimes this works and sometimes it doesn't." And I think the same thing holds true for. You know, his pitching prospects where sometimes, you know, sometimes it works out that you leave a guy in and they can get that that last out and sometimes they sometimes they struggle. And that's just the fact of the matter. A couple of text messages coming in from the 847. The Cubs already announced their weekend rotation and Smiley is on the schedule for Sunday. Look at that. Doesn't mean he can't be a scratch. But on the schedule, somebody said um, uh, from the 815 – Gabe, your evening show has some old-school Lawrence vibes. I'm a fan, and I'm here for it. That's a big compliment. We had Lawrence on the show yesterday. Well, Lawrence is doing his own show yesterday, and I was just piggybacking off of him. But, but he, he loves coming on and talking to the night show crew because he has fond memories of it, and he knows the passion that exists with these guys that are out there right now and ladies that are out there. Um, but, but again, Cubs, I mean, three and a half back. If you were to tell me as a Sox fan that they'd be three and a half back at the end of August, I'd be feeling good. I'd be feeling good. And if I told any Cubs fan that you'd be three and a half back at the end of August, you'd be feeling, you should be feeling great. Let's be very clear. All right. Going to take a break. Going to talk a little White Sox on the other side. They were winners as well. uh, But it took a little, 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 little bit more baseball to get there. We'll discuss Cubs, or excuse me, we'll discuss the White Sox defeating the Mariners after this. It's Gabe Ramirez right here on 670 The Score. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. Gabe Ramirez here on a Wednesday, hanging out with you on 670 The Score. Talked a little bit of Cubs baseball at the very beginning. Don't forget Bruce Levine's hanging out with us right around 745. Now we get to talk a little White Sox baseball. And not we're not talking about Kenny Williams getting fired. We're not talking about Rick Hahn getting fired. We're not talking about Pedro Cafo not being here next year. We're just going to have a regular conversation about the game. Is that cool? Can we do that? Leo, what you think? I think so. I mean, <laughs> we just did a Park and Spiegel, a two-hour show. We didn't really mention today's game. That was kind of... Did you produce that? I did. Tyler Buterbaum and I did that. And Oh. And so you're working overtime right now? I guess so, yeah. It's a super overtime. Yeah, you. yeah. Well, this show is much better, first of all. Oh, yeah. Be very clear. <laughs> yeah. I just want to be clear. We talked about Bears. You guys didn't talk about that. We did not. Talked about the White Sox game, the actual game. You guys did not talk yeah. about that. Yeah, we didn't. Did you talk about the Cubs game? Oh Yeah, a little bit. We talked about how uh, Boog jinxed the uh, no-hitter. <laughs> okay. And then, uh, so it was majority dis- dysfunction in, yeah. in the White Sox yeah. front office. A lot of that. Oof, I got to be honest. And I know it's because I'm in it. I'm exhausted from it. I'm exhausted. Yeah. I, 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 there's... Especially because you already know what the finish line is there. And you're like, oh, you're bringing in Chris Getz? It was like an cool. optimistic like 12 hours. We didn't even get a full day to be excited yeah. about the possibilities. It's just... But even 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 without knowing the Chris Getz thing, I'm, I was still at exhaustion. Yeah. Like, I get it. They fired them. Good. They should have. And not like because I don't like Kenny Williams yeah. and Rick Hahn. Just I like the White Sox, the organization. And I want them to do better. And so, again, you get to the point of exhaustion where you're like, yeah, what else am I supposed to say? Yeah. Like, yes, they should go. They were fired. Yes. Okay, awesome. I don't want to spend time speculating on who the next GM should be. I'd rather live in a positive world where we just appreciate the move by Jerry Reinsdorf. That's what I'm trying to do. I was trying to do it yesterday. I know you didn't get a chance to produce the show, but I was trying to do it yesterday, and I was like, I am happy for Jerry Reinsdorf. There is a chip off of his shoulder. It's done. Like you don't have to answer the questions about that or what the hell are you doing in in, in that kind of a way. Now it's what are you doing next? And that's a much better conversation than what the hell are you doing with your organization? And that's where the White Sox have found themselves. So again, I was just, I'm just exhausted. I have no energy to give the White Sox to talk about, what they're doing with their GM position. No. I, 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 I'm glad you did that. You guys will figure that out. Now, let, me, let me see how it, it's affected the product on the field. Are the guys playing a little bit harder? I saw Elvis Andrews and Tim Anderson hugging and laughing. Like, oh, damn, I haven't seen that. I'll, I'll give the- Elvis credit. Like, I feel like he's been staying positive a lot through all kinds of stuff this season. Like, yeah. he's, been- he's a wildly veteran. He yeah. gets it. I've done this before, fellas. 
I am now at a place in my career where I'm simply appreciating the game of baseball. I know how to play it the right way, how to approach it the right way. That's why I've been in the league for so long and playing at a high level. Do you want to open up the phone lines for Sox fans? Same thing I did for Cubs fans. It's only right. 312-644-6767 or just my baseball purists. Thoughts on the Chicago White Sox. Now, don't get me wrong. If somebody calls up, I'll talk about it. Because, I, you know, it's, this is a roundtable. This is a nice interactive show here at night. So if you want to talk about that, then, yeah, I, I don't mind being a sounding board. What you think should happen with the organization. How you feel about a potential Chris Getz as a GM. Those are interesting things right there. So, yeah, we'll take your calls. 312-644-6767. We'll take your text messages as well. Another instance happened during the Sox game where a pitcher was left in too long. And it ended up costing the team, similar to that of the Cubs with Jamison Tyone. But it was the closer, Gregory Santos. In the ninth inning, just, I mean, gets Cade Marlowe to strike out. Josh Rojas was just killing the Sox the last couple of games, including today. Gets a hit in the ninth, looks right. Cal Raleigh gets on as well. First and second, one out. Should be attacking a guy in J.P. Crawford. Can't connect with the fastball from the very beginning. And then you just you re, you just revert to the slider. Doing four straight sliders. Walks him. Now you got the bases loaded. Then he hits Julio Rodriguez. That scores a run. And then Eugenio Suarez gets a hit to deep center. Scoring two. Seattle gets the lead in the top of the ninth. And then they take out Gregory Santos. It's painful sometimes. Let's go to Clayton on the road. Clayton, what do you think the hey. issue with the White Sox is? I think the the issue is a marketing mentality, branding problem that goes back maybe to the beginning of the organization. It's just not sexy to put on a White Sox uniform. It's not sexy to go down to that park. There's nothing emotionally about it that would motivate a player, an organization to kind of thrive. You put on the Yankee pinstripes, you're a Dodgers player. They just don't have the culture. And I think as the years go on, it gets worse and worse. So it's just flabby and uninteresting and, and boring. So what are you rallying for if you're a White Sox player? So I, I, I think when that team walked in there over 100 years ago, it was a different story. But today, just I ask, I leave you with this. When you think about the White Sox or going to a game, is it sexy, interesting, and exciting as going to a Cubs game or going to a Yankees game? It's not. That's why they got to move. Thanks for the call, Clayton. Um, I went to the game today. It was hot as hell. Shout out to Turtles. I meant to talk about this earlier. So Turtles is a bar that's on 33rd, right across from the stadium. And, I mean, I'm a lifelong Sox fan. Whole life, love the Sox, gone to bajillion games. But I've never been to Turtles. Never been to Turtles? Never been to, sorry, Southside Tyler. Sorry, Southside Leo. I know, I've never been. Oh, man. But. 
saw Tony over there. Jenna, she was the bartender, took care of us. Good, cr- good crowd before the game. I was surprised at how many people were there before the game. The food was surprisingly good, just because you're not sure. And I ate a, a bunch of different things. They had like these buffalo chicken egg rolls, fire. I had a steak salad, and that's what I ordered in it originally. And I thought, you know, steak salad, keep light, drink some booze. And the steak was amazing. I was really shocked. It was that good. So shout out to my people at Turtles. No, I never been. Sorry, but I went today. And then the game started. People started to foul out. And I looked at my boy and I'm like, shout out to Sheena Quinn from the White Sox. She took care of me today. Shout out to Sheena. And I'm like, are we going in right now? Because it's hot and we're in the AC. And this is cool. Literally and figuratively. So we stood for a couple of, couple of innings to let the crowd kind of go in. And then we just, we went in for a couple. But shout out to Turtles. Shout out to everybody that, that goes to it and frequents it. Because clearly I knew nothing about it. I mean, I knew it was there. I drive by it all the time. But you know what it is for me? I'm always part of the tailgate. I'm a tailgate guy. I'm not a go to, when I go to, when I go to go see the White Sox, I am purposefully trying to tailgate. Two hours, three hours beforehand getting trashed in the parking lot. So no, I don't, I don't want to go to a bar when I go there. But I get it. I'm not from the South Side because you could tell it was most certainly a South Side thing. So, you know, I felt like an outsider. The North Sider coming to the, that's a Sox fan coming out here. It's like, and that's like the hardcore Bridgeport people too. Like, oh, I could tell. Yeah. Oh, I could tell. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. And I was like, I felt safe. Like there were a lot of cops in there. <laughs> I felt safe. It's great. Oh, my white socks. Phone lines are open. 312 644 6767. Gabe Ramirez. Got Leo Stoddard here holding us down. Somebody says on the text 773, who cares who the next Sox GM will be? They're moving to Nashville. They're not moving to Nashville. Let's be very clear. If you, if, if, who was it? George Lucas's wife, whoever went to St. Ignatius from the South Side, she got money. Like, she's not moving the franchise to Nashville if she comes here. Like, whoever buys the franchise, like, think about, think about people that want to own an organization and you end up, having the opportunity to buy the White Sox. It's like, it's not like some, you know, no shade of like the Seattle Supersonics, right? But it's not that. Chicago is not Seattle. And I understand it's the secondary team here, right? Even though I'm a fan, I'll still, we can, I can admit that. But that narrative can change. Listen, I don't want to go come down on the Cubs, but you know, it's hard to watch them sometimes, literally, like finding them on TV. It's hard right? if you don't have the marquee network on your cable provider or if you don't download the app. So, like, you know, if the Sox were, like, really good, you could steal some some fans right now. Unfortunately, that's not going to happen. From the 815 says, 670 the score is 95% crying about the White Sox. Nobody cares except you guys. Actually, sir, <laughs> the entire fan base of the Chicago White Sox cares. You want me to talk about the Cubs? Is that what is that what you're asking for, Mister Eight One Five? I'm I'm confused because this is a sports station, so we talk about that kind of stuff here all the time. White Sox, who we're going to continue to talk about, 
took the lead early. In the first or in the bottom of the third, Carlos Perez, who people have been asking for this guy to play. Why is Yasmani Grandal getting at bats? You got Carlos Perez, you got Sebi Zavala. Like let, let other people get get some reps in. So Carlos Perez gets a double to lead off the third. Lennon Sosa pushes him over. Lennon Sosa pushes uh Carlos Perez over to third base and then our boy Timmy Anderson comes up to the plate. So he's dictating what you're doing mechanically. Gives a win for the pitcher. Ground ball and through infield in. Doesn't matter. One nothing socks. It was there stink. he goes. And it's hit in the air left field side. Moore is back at the track and the wall out of here. Trace Thompson squares up another baseball. It is three nothing socks. And it was funny because I was talking nothing but trash about Trace Thompson too. The whole day I'm like, Trace Thompson, what's going on? Why do we got Clay's brother here, bro? Why did we bring him back? And then he slaps a home run. It was great. Let's go to Darren out in Glenview. Darren, what are your thoughts on the White Sox selling the team? Yeah, just a quick question. If somebody's going to spend $2 billion to buy this team, and we know that the lease on the stadium is ending in the next six years, and the new owner's going to want a fan experience, they're going to want to own the property, they're going to want to have all kinds of co-ops with the city and the state, none of which is available in Illinois. Why, why would anybody spend $2 billion to keep them at 35th and Shields? It just makes no sense. Now, if somebody built them a stadium in Nashville or Charlotte or some other place where they're the only game in town and they get the fan experience with closing the streets and the bars and the restaurants, you'd have to be crazy to stay at 35th and Shields if you had the alternative opportunity. I, I appreciate the call. I mean, and you bring up some great points, right? I mean, how does it become attractive to a buyer? Well, you need the potential of, you know, some newness in the form of a stadium or excitement being the only the only show show in town for smaller markets like that. And that that's understandable. But I'm I'm under the assumption, and I gotta be very clear, I know the this team is valued at two billion. If the Sox were to go up for sale, they're gonna go for more than two billion dollars. Let's be very clear. Too many people with money out there. But what the hope would be is that someone who is passionate about the organization is a part of the ownership group and they want like most Sox fans to see a winner come out of the South side. Cause it, it's like a makes for a good time in the city when the Sox are doing, when the Sox are doing that. All right. We could talk to Bruce Levine next. Get to hear what he has to say. I haven't, I haven't had a chance to talk to Bruce about the Kenny Williams and Rick Hahn thing. I'm just curious what his thoughts are as like friends talking baseball. And that's what we will do after this. Bruce Levine joins the show, talks to little Cubs, talks to little White Sox. After this, it's Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. 
We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. Going to be continuing our baseball conversation right here on 670 The Score. A little bit of Cubs, a little bit of White Sox with our next guest. Joining us on the Circuit Resort and Casino Hotline, Circuit Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Bruce Levine joins us all. What's up, Bruce? You've been busy today, man. I heard you on the station Gabe, all day. Yeah, it's, it's been, you know, it's been busy uh, for a lot of days in a row now, <laughs> especially since we got the uh, the news about uh, Williams and Han being let go in one fell swoop. And, uh, I, you know, I, I've heard a lot of... Uh, talk about it and a lot of speculation about it but uh i get i i do not hear people giving jerry reinsdorf much credit for doing something that was uh personally and professionally very painful for any owner to do let alone an 87 year old guy who had had one guy as an executive for 32 years and the other for 23 uh for him to do that uh it's got to send a message to white Sox fans Okay, you may not like what we've done. You may think that we are, are lousy now, but we don't we don't plan on staying lousy. We're going a new direction, and you know I I just think that uh, people should just pay attention to the fact that Jerry's 87. Actually, he's about 55 going on 87. That's <laughs> right. how that's how sharp he still is, and that's how much desire he still has to see his team win. Yeah, and and Bruce, I mean to your point. I, I've been saying it on this radio station. I said it earlier in the show yesterday. I was trying to take a positive approach to the whole thing, right? I mean, because everyone's so down and negative about the organization. And I was like, well, here's a moment where you can actually applaud Jerry Reinsdorf for making a move that everyone felt should have been made. And now it's finally come to fruition. So here, so let's celebrate the guy and let's give him an opportunity. Cause clearly he's taking whatever's happened this year to this organization to heart. Bruce, and, and, yeah. that, and we're seeing that with the decision he's made over the last couple of days. Well, Gabe, you know, they deserve the blame and they deserve the criticism and, the, and they paid the, the ultimate price, their jobs. Uh, but um, moving forward is what life is all about in sports as well. And Jerry, no matter how old he is, wants to move forward. He's not selling this franchise anytime soon. 
he's looking for a new home or a refurbished home for his team. Within a year and uh, and also making that a big part of some of the things that he will Today's Comcast um, will end after the 2024 season, and uh, Jerry and his partners will be uh, streaming their own product as well, unless Major League Baseball has something different to say about it. Yeah, it's going to be something that we're going to be watching closely. Um, what, what is the what is the temperament been like at the ballpark and just around the organization? I mean, after this decision. I tried to talk to some of my friends that work for the White Sox, but they were t- pretty tight-lipped. Um, but but what, what have you noticed, if anything, that's been different uh, since in the last 24, 48 hours? Uh, well, a lot of the work... Yeah, I understand. Because, You're... I mean, the, the loyalty from Mr. Reinsdorf is huge, okay? I mean, they have tremendous loyalty... Uh, to Jerry, and Jerry has tremendous loyalty to them. But for uh, Gabe, for people to watch and see that um, he was able to fire someone that was there 32 years and like a son to him, and another employee 23, um, I think people are a little shaky about their own position, and <laughs> they're concerned of the direction of where this franchise is going. Good. It should be. Everyone should be. Yeah. And, I, and I think this is the yeah. this is like the moment for the White Sox. Like, okay, you 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 can only do the same thing so so many times in a row without feeling as though you made a mistake somewhere, right? And I think that's where they're what that's what Jerry Reinsdorf and whoever he's talking to and being advised by, that's what they're realizing. Like, hey, this is just a mistake. We 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 did it, we tried it, we tried our best, we tried to, you know, build around it even, and that didn't work out. And now you know what, it's just time to wipe the slate clean and start all over again. And and, and that's where they're at right now. Do you I mean, I've been thinking that Pedro Rafael sticks around next year. And I, and the reason I say it, Bruce, is because I look at situations like the Bears and the Bulls where when they got their new GM, there was like this year-long evaluation period where they had to see what they had before they could actually make a move in the, right, in the direction that they wanted to go in. Can you see a situation like that where a new GM comes in, allows Pedro to just be there so he can evaluate talent and then maybe make a new decision on a, on a, on a coach in the following season? Yeah, I, I think that's a plausible theory. And uh, look, if it's Chris Getz, and if it's Chris Getz with Dayton Moore, who, uh, who Chris used to work for in Kansas City, uh, that combination also has a familiarity with Pedro, who was in the Kansas City system as a coach during all that time, too. So from, from that perspective, you know, there's continuity there. Now, people don't necessarily uh, look at that as moving forward. I believe that... Uh, it is moving forward because there's new voices that are going to be in charge of the Chicago White Sox. There'll be a, a new new direction. And even though uh, uh, Rick Hahn was the general manager, his boss was Kenny Williams. And Kenny Williams was really the baseball voice of the Chicago White Sox for the last uh, 23 years. Rick did have autonomy in certain areas, certainly was the face of the front office for the White Sox, but he reported to Kenny, and the only person that Kenny reported to was Jerry Reinsdorf, and the three of them made all the, the big decisions there. So now you're going to have a, another voice 
uh, in the baseball office, maybe more than one, but they're saying there will be one main voice going forward. Uh, will it include Dayton Moore? Will it also have Chris Getz? I think we're going to find out soon enough. But uh, I wrote a story on our website today at 670thescore.com uh, about uh, Mike Rizzo and the possibility of him being a candidate as well. Right now, Rizzo ending up a two-year stint after uh, having been the, the uh, baseball boss for Washington since 2009. Um, his contract's up. He's negotiating a contract right now. It hasn't kicked in, uh, but as of October 31st, uh, Mike Rizzo is a free agent, and Mike Rizzo is from Chicago. His father was a scout for 60 years uh, in the Chicago Van area, worked for the White Sox. Mike Rizzo's first job in baseball was a scout for the Chicago White Sox. His first big signing, uh, as far as the draft goes, was Frank Thomas. Hmm. Uh, not bad. So uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. this is a guy that you have to pay attention to what's going on with his negotiations there and see if uh, if this doesn't happen, if the White Sox kick the tires on uh, maybe somebody like Mike Rizzo because he's a terrific resume, terrific baseball guy, and somebody that you, you really have to look at and say, hmm, I wonder how – Mike Rizzo would fit in here as well. Yeah, it sounds like he'd be a great fit. Uh, we're talking to Bruce Levine here on 670 The Score. I'm Gabe Ramirez. Uh, Got to talk about the Cubs before I let you go, Bruce. And I'm, I'm curious what the level of optimism is um, surrounding the Cubs. I mean, obviously, they're, they're still dealing with the Marcus Stroman situation. They allowed Drew Smiley to come in and, you know, win his, his starting rotation spot back. That didn't necessarily go over well. Um, you see Tyone today going five and two-thirds. Um, but, you know, I know people were extremely optimistic a couple of weeks ago, and I'm just curious what that what that's like now. Well, all us good baseball fans can tell when a pitching staff starting to get beaten up, right? And the wear and tear on a, a, a very nice, overachieving Chicago Cub pitching staff this year is starting to show. It's not just here, Gabe. Uh, there are a lot of teams – where the pitching is just starting to wear down at this point. And in years gone by, uh, three years ago and before that, you could look forward to September 1st where you'd get call-ups and you can put, you could bring up as many pitchers as you wanted, as many minor leaguers as you wanted. You can't do that now. You can only bring up two guys to add to your roster. So with that said, <clears throat> right now, um, I'm hearing that uh, Jordan Wicks, the left-hander and their number one pick, uh, three years ago, might be ready to be promoted. Uh, I know that Ben Brown, who is one of their great arms that they picked up in Philadelphia last year in a trade, uh, is rehabbing, and hopefully within another week or 10 days will be ready to pitch too. They need these young guys to come up from their system and uh, and pitch some valuable innings and give, give some of these veterans a little bit of a blow because uh, the wear and tear is just it's really uh, tough on them right now. The bullpen is paper thin having to pitch so many innings uh, as of late and um, some some pitching help is needed hopefully they'll get it uh, if Wicks is called up here very soon and Brown is gets healthy enough to come up by September 1st yeah Jordan Wicks pitching exceptionally well in, in the minors right now he'd be a great addition like you said the ability to eat up some innings but Bruce I love the fact that you said and, and you calmed some nerves here for most Cubs fans that it's not just the Cubs rotation it's a lot of a lot of rotations throughout Major League Baseball that are kind of hitting that September wall. So 
Uh, at least the Cubs are not alone in that space. Bruce, always appreciate you hanging out. Always love when I get a chance to talk to you. Have a great evening, okay? Gabe, have a good one. Thank you. Oh, certainly. Bruce Levine hanging out with us here on 670 The Score. Make sure you guys follow him on Twitter. He was one of the guys that was at the forefront of that breaking news of, of Kenny Williams and Rick Hahn being fired. So uh, if you want to follow the right people, follow the right people. Don't follow me. I mean, you can. I'll follow you back. Chicago underscore Gabe. But I don't have breaking news like that. I'll just be very clear. I send out funny memes, though. <laughs> I can make you laugh. I'll say random, th- random things occasionally. Let you know when I'm going to be on the radio. But you should follow. Chicago underscore Gabe. Follow me on Twitter right now, and I'll follow you right back during this commercial break, all right? Some Bears talk on the other side. Do that next. It's Gabe Ramirez, 670 The Score. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.